Welcome to our podcast, Autoimmune and You. I'm one of your hosts, Erica. And I'm your other host, Rachel. We're just two women with rheumatoid arthritis who are sharing our personal experiences managing this disease holistically. And we are both wellness coaches, so we are super passionate about empowering you to live your happiest and healthiest life. Welcome back, guys. Uh, Rachel and I, before we hopped on, we were just kind of talking about, you know, falling off of our routines and how that makes us feel Uh, because Rachel was sharing something on her Instagram and she, we just went a little bit more in depth about it. And I was like, actually, we should talk about this because we talk about like how to keep your routines. I think we had an episode on that. Rachel shared that while she was traveling. Um, but we should talk about like falling off of your routines mm-hmm. and like, what does that look like? And how do you get back on? And like, what are the thoughts that go behind it? Because I think it's easy to look at people on Instagram or social media and be like, they're so perfect. They always stay on the routines and, you know, compare yourself. But it's like, the reality is, is like, no one's freaking perfect. And we mm-hmm. all do things that, you know, unfortunately don't make our body feel good, but we know how to get back to that. Yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> I'm currently in a space of like knowing that I need to be kind of more strict with myself again. And we were just talking about how I'm kind of starting to get down on myself and I don't like that. No one likes feeling that way. And so I think that it's really important to share because while Erica and I do stay very much on our routine, the world is also opening up right now. And yep, also yep. I'm in the dating world. And also, also <laughs> though it's summer and yep. like, we all kind of let loose a little bit more in the summer. So yep. I think that I went a little too hard <laughs> with, uh, really going in and being too lax lately. And so now I'm realizing that it's time for me to kind of reset. And also it feels good to be able to recognize that and know that I can just yeah. come right back because I've been yep. doing this for so long. And so that's why we think that it's really important to share with you guys. Um, and like Erica was saying, it's easy to see, for instance, like I share my daily routines a lot of times on my Instagram story. Um, Erica shares parts of hers sometimes, and it's really easy to see that and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, they're like so perfect. They're always on. But I also try to do my very best to share with you guys when I'm not. And so I went um, on my Instagram stories yesterday and talked about something that I did that I am not proud of and I don't feel good after. But now it's like, well, it happened. And all I can do is course correct. And I'm trying not to get too down on myself. Yesterday, I was like, okay, I don't regret it. And then today, I'm just like, I kind of regret it. But it is what it is. So (laughs) yeah. Yeah. What is it? What do you do? I know. Everyone's like, what the heck did you do? Just in case they didn't see it. And I'm going to like say it and people are going to be like, oh, okay. You know, I feel like. No, no, no. If you have an autoimmune condition, you'll understand this. Like this is like a thing that everyone knows that you try to avoid. So basically, um, you guys have heard my story. If you have not ever heard us talk about food, go back to any of our food episodes, really. Um, and you can kind of learn the way that I personally eat, but I haven't eaten, um, any sort of like cow products for almost probably over two years, two and a half years. And, um, so I was at this place that had pizza like two nights ago with my friend and I was really wanting pizza. And the two places that had gluten-free and vegan pizza were both closed at this point. And I was still so stuck on pizza. 
And so we went to this place and they did have gluten-free crust, but they did not have vegan cheese. And so I went ahead and ate the pizza. I took off a lot of the cheese because there was like a lot, took off most of the cheese, but like I still had bits and pieces here and there. And my body yesterday, like we all know my problem area is primarily my knees and my wrists. So my knees were super, super puffy. Like literally, I don't know. I feel like I looked fat and my, I felt like my entire legs were inflamed. And then like my hands, I couldn't really like make fists and my fingers were super puffy. They still are. And also my knees started hurting yesterday. And that's just like super frustrating when you kind of know that you did it to yourself and it's really easy yeah. to get down on yourself or be like, why did I do that? Yeah. But then at the end of the day, like it's already in your body, it's already wreaking havoc, unfortunately. Yeah. And so all I can yeah. do, like I said, is course correct. Um, but today I'm feeling a lot more of that kind of guilt of like, why? Like after so long, after mm-hmm. knowing just how inflammatory dairy is, after knowing, you know, that I would probably be feeling it, I was like, oh, you know, it's fine. Um, one of the pizzas had like feta on it. So I was like, it's not as bad. Like I was just yeah. justifying to myself. Yeah. But something that Erica and I were just talking about and the reason that we decided to just go ahead and record this is like, it's, you are constantly making these compromises when you have an autoimmune disease because you want to like live life. But also it's like, at what point does that go too far? And so where I'm at right now is I've made a lot more compromises than I usually do again, because things are opening up because I'm dating, because I've had a lot of friends in and out of town. So I'm like going out to eat way more. I usually go out to eat like, honestly, maybe once a month because I eat at home all the time. It's been so nice to have a social life again, but at the same time, I'm being way more relaxed because I'm like, Oh, okay. Like it's fine. I can, you know, eat I don't know, fries or whatever, like things that I wouldn't usually eat every, you know, week even. And then also with like drinking more, I was saying how I usually drink like maybe a couple times a month and I've been drinking like a couple times a week, which I am more mindful with my drink Mm -hmm. choices for the most part, because I know um, what types of spirits are more inflammatory and what types of wine are more inflammatory. And so I'm definitely more mindful. And I always like to look up, like if I, I try to stick to wine because that's just a little bit, it, it doesn't affect my body in the same way, but I always look up the wine on that site that I always talk about Barnivore and like, see if it's vegan, see if it's gluten-free and like try at least Mm -hmm. to, um, get the, the quote unquote better choice. But yeah, I'm just like in a really weird headspace right now. And I was telling Erica that I think that I need to go back to, um, complete plant-based eating because I, um, I've talked about many times how like I'll eat fish once in a while or I'll eat eggs once in a while. And I haven't had eggs in a really, really long time, but fish, like, I don't know what it is. It's not even like I'll eat it. It's not even like I'm eating it. Cause I really, really want it. It's just like a social yeah. situation where I'm like out to sushi or something. Or like the other day, um, I was with my friends and there was like these food trucks and a poke bowl sounded really good. And I don't mm. even, I was just like, eh, whatever, but there's plenty yeah. of other options. Like why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just, um, it's more so like a lack of willpower at this point. And I know that I need to course correct because I'm not feeling great. I'm not. And I don't like feeling this way. And I don't like looking down at my knees and thinking that they literally look fat. And yeah. it's, yeah, uh, it's so freaking hard for me to share this. Like literally going through my head right now is just like, wow, this is going to be like out there in the world for a lot yeah. of freaking people to hear. But you know what? This is, this is what I'm going through. And this is, Yeah. 
this is what people need to hear. This is why we started this podcast because we admit we're not freaking perfect. We just try our best, right? And mm-hmm. I think it's really important to understand when you first start off on this journey and you learn about you know, nutrition, you you learn about how it can affect your autoimmune disease and you start learning about food triggers and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And in our previous episode, we talk about diets and then we get Mm -hmm. obsessed with it and then we get really strict. And then it's like, that's not sustainable because over time, you know, especially as the world is having more, you know, processed vegan options, more processed, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, gluten-free options, more processed, even paleo. I see cookies and crap and all that stuff labeled keto and paleo. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this doesn't make this thing healthy. So it's very easy to slip into that conveniency, which, you know, our lives are busy. Everyone's lives are busy. Everyone has to work. Everyone has to take care of their kids. You know, sometimes it's just easier to just pick the thing that's right in front of you instead of going, oh, I'm going to hold out. I'm going to wait till I get home and do all this stuff. Like you can do that. And I certainly did that for the first like two, almost three years of me being plant-based. Like my husband and I were entirely whole food. Like I didn't have oil. I was like, no, everything has to be from scratch. Like literally making like vegetable broth from scratch and all this stuff. But guess what? I was getting exhausted because I was chopping so much food. I was prepping all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like all this stuff. And then it's like now even that my life is busier, it's way easier to be like, well, let's just go get a bowl from Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Or let's just, you know, whatever. And it's like, although I am choosing a healthier option, and my God, like someone will look at a Chipotle bowl and be like, oh, that's freaking healthy. Mm-hmm. To me, you know, all the oils in it and like all the crap that's, you know, mm-hmm. hidden in there and the high sodium and all that crap, I know it's not good for me. But, you know, sometimes you make those decisions, but it's easy to really you know, once you open that can of worm, first it's like, okay, let's do it like on the weekend. And then it's like, mm-hmm. and then it's like on a Monday, you're like, oh crap, we didn't go grocery shopping. And then time that happens, it's Wednesday and then, and then it's Friday and you're like, oh crap, I didn't eat good at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was telling Rachel that when I had first started this whole food journey, even though it's like only four years ago, there wasn't that many good options out there for like plant-based meat and like plant-based cheese. I feel like exponentially mm-hmm. over the last year or so, so many options okay so many I I think I said this in a previous episode like I didn't eat like vegan cheese or anything like that because I had not had dairy for a while so I was kind of grossed out by the texture of like dairy Mm -hmm. so I avoided it but then I found like oh like follow your heart like their cheese is absolutely so good and it doesn't gross me out and doesn't have that tangy weird Mm -hmm. like vegan taste but anyways so now it's like if there's an option at a restaurant for like a vegan cheeseburger with the cheese on it and then you know you get the fries and it's like oh like it gives you that like nostalgic feeling and And it just like adds up so quickly though and you don't necessarily realize it because you're just like stoked that you can even have something like that that happened to me recently there's like I've discovered a couple of really amazing, um, vegan places around here that I have been like a few times in the last month. And it's the same thing. It's like, I never, I literally probably twice last year had a vegan burger because Mm -hmm. there's literally no nutrients in it. Yeah. 
And unless it's like an actual like veggie patty, which is rare, especially at restaurants and like the gluten-free bun, like is just packed with all kinds of stuff. And just like, I just never did. But now I'm like, oh my God, these places like have them. So it's kind of Mm -hmm. like, you're just automatically like, oh, I want it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's really easy to just like fall prey to that. And I definitely have, and it's not like every single time I'm like getting a burger and getting fries. And like, I definitely have still been mindful, which I'm thankful for, Mm -hmm. but we wanted to talk about this because it is very easy to just keep going with that slippery slope. And so what I've done that we've talked about before is for instance, yes, I did like mess up with that pizza. That was like a really big mess up for me. And that's why I think that I'm like feeling it so much mentally and physically because that, again, I haven't had cheese like that in two and a half years, but when you've been doing it for so long, like, it's not like I just completely fell off. It's like, yeah, I, I slipped up. I had, yeah, I made this really yeah. big mistake, but I made sure that the next day, like I had a salad for lunch yesterday and I drink a, a lot of water and like making sure that I'm staying on my celery juice and my daily supplements and moving my body. And even though it was really hot yeah. yesterday in Portland, I went on a two and a half mile walk with my dog. Like, even though my joints didn't feel like I could do like a full on, um, workout, I still made sure that I moved my body for a couple hours. So it's like so important to continue to stay on other parts of your routine, but then also recognize when you're um, maybe having a little too much fun (laughs) because sometimes it's just not worth it. Yeah. And I tell clients like that, okay, you have your list of things that you do to keep your body in check, right? You go to bed early, you hydrate, you eat good, you lower your stress, like all these things. So it's okay if you're not on point with everything Mm -hmm. every single day. The problem becomes when you go to bed late and you stop hydrating and you let your stress levels get out of control and you keep making bad food choices Mm -hmm. over and over. So it's like, those are the things that really get you into the bad hole. Like have forgiveness for yourself if you didn't check off all the things that you need to do in a day. Like I certainly don't. I don't check off everything absolutely in a day. But at the very end of the day, I know that I keep my stress levels in check. I have a good outlook on life. I, ha- mm-hmm. I try to remain positive. I try to, you know, focus on the things that I'm grateful for and like my abilities now. And like that really does help that. But if you let everything go – that's when you fall Mm -hmm. like back to the place that probably where you were when you got first diagnosed. Like I know at this point, if I eat something, it'll flare my body out. Like I know I can confidently say that it's not going to take me back to how I felt Mm -hmm. when I first got diagnosed Yeah, because there's no freaking way. There's no freaking way. I do not even remotely eat anywhere near the way that I used to eat. I don't drink remotely as near as what I used to. And it's crazy because we just went to Palm Springs uh, this weekend with my husband's family. um, And we go there like at least once a year. And before my diagnosis, like we would drink so much alcohol. We'd be so hungover. We would go eat all the crappy food down by the pool and like get, you know, crappy drinks and whatnot. And like this time going, it's like was so different. I barely had like two drinks. I didn't even want anything more. And that was over a three day span. And I hydrated the whole time in the pool. And then we went and found this amazing place called uh tanya's chef kitchen it's in uh, palm springs and palm desert so if you live there 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 you should definitely check it out because it's absolutely amazing like whole food like vegan stuff Mm. and so we went and got food from there and like just understanding that whoa i do actually have discipline because 
but it's weird. Like you don't understand it until you put it into perspective because my old self would have been like, I'm going to go get a shitty chicken sandwich and like French fries and like, Mm -hmm. you know, all the crappy stuff because you know, you're in the sun and you just want crappy Mm -hmm. food. I mean, I'm just at such a different level though, even though like, yes, I did go to this place and I got this like tempeh like burger. It didn't have cheese on it. They just like make this homemade like tempeh patty and whatever it had like mustard and lettuce on it. It wasn't even anything crazy. It's just like, the thing is, is like, I know that's still so much better than that fried chicken sandwich that's made from real chicken down by the pool. So it's like, I have to have some like, you know, be proud of myself in those aspects of like, yes, could I have picked a salad from there? Mm -hmm. And like something else? Yeah, but like, I was really hungry we were out in the sun and Mm -hmm. you know it's exhausting being in the pool all day and so like finding those balances and like still taking that time to appreciate how far you've come even if you fall off and make that mistake where you're like crap like I really messed up my joints still understanding like put yourself in the perspective of like who you were before the diagnosis Mm -hmm. and how you were eating before because it's still a gazillion times better right for sure still a gazillion times better but we talk about this all the time how easy it is to start beating yourself up for it you know Mm -hmm. and even to this day I'm not gonna lie I still internally struggle with that going oh, I'm not as disciplined as everyone else, feeling like I don't eat as good as this person and going, oh, I'm not raw vegan. I don't eat this way. Like they're so disciplined and like what's wrong with me? And then I'm like, no, Erica, like shut up. That's stupid. Like you are, like you've accomplished so much with your health. You mm. help so many people and you're realistic and you're you're being authentic with what it is to like just be a human in general plus living with this condition. <laughs> so like have some freaking grace for yourself. But it's hard. It's really hard when you get to that spot and you don't feel good and you feel like, oh my God, I've totally destroyed my whole journey. Like, what did I do? Yeah, it's easy to feel that way. And I I hear all the time from clients that like start to actually, we talk about maybe last episode, we talked about how like sometimes it just clicks. And once it clicks, you can't like unknow things. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was last episode. And so, I have clients all the time that are like, oh my God, like I knew I shouldn't have, they basically are in my position, but it's like, they haven't had cheese for like a month and then they go back and have cheese and they're like, oh my God, why did I do that? And the thing is, first of all, as long as you're like, we've been talking about, as long as you're doing a lot of the other stuff, like, yes, it is going to knock you off course, but it doesn't have to knock you completely off to where you're so down on yourself to where you feel like you ruined everything. Cause you didn't something that's really simple to follow that Um, I tell a lot of my clients is if nothing else, if you cannot do absolutely anything else in your routine, which is not likely for the most part, like your routines should be too easy for you on most days. It should be like that way. The days that you're just not feeling it, it's still doable. And it's not Mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, I can't get to it. Anyway, you should try to focus on one thing in each area, mind in your, um, nutrition and Mm -hmm. in your movement. One thing in each category, very, very, very bare minimum. If you cannot do anything else, which is like very, very easy to tackle. Do Mm -hmm. one thing for your mind, do one thing for your nutrition and do one thing to move your body. Yep. And like, that is something that's really simple to follow. Um, and like I said, I have been doing way more than that. I've still stuck to everything else. It's just that I've been a little bit more lax. So this is me holding myself accountable and telling the literally the world that I am going back to what I know makes me feel good, which is being mm. very strict with 
um, an anti-inflammatory lifestyle and complete like whole foods and being a lot more mindful when I am drinking. And that's not me saying I'm not going to drink because I know that's not realistic. And yeah, like we said, this is life and we're here to share our true like journeys in our real life. And I think that there's something to be said for like quality of life. And while yes, I honestly truly believe that alcohol is poison. I enjoy having a glass of wine. (laughs) And and we talk about that in our finding balance episode, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and it's, yeah, you have, like we say it over and over, just it's, it's such an individual journey and process Mm -hmm. and things that you learn and when things click for you and yes, we're all going to make mistakes and we're all going to have setbacks. But the point is, is that you keep pushing forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have, you just have to keep pushing forward because otherwise, what are you going to do? You're just going to give up. What are you going to do? Give up and then just continue to eat all that crap. And then you're going to be like in a place that's gazillion times worse. Oh, way worse. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't, like the thought of me reverting back to the person I was, you know, eating that the way that I did and just, I can't even imagine. Oh my God. I would be unbelievably inflamed. If I can get slightly inflamed from, you know, these little things that people don't Mm -hmm. even see as, as unhealthy, my gosh, like imagine if we both just didn't do any of these things. I could not. I mean, it's a true testament that what we do really works, right? Because Mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, yes, I started a medication after five years, after five freaking years, I started medication, but my God, like, think about where I would be if I didn't do, if I hadn't embarked on this holistic journey, Mm -hmm. I would be probably, I mean, I don't even know where because of, you know, my blood markers and, you know, having, you know, these positive numbers that, you know, are indicative of like a progress, like a very aggressive disease. Right. And so I'm like, I know what I'm doing is working. Mm -hmm. And I know that here's the thing, guys, look at, I'm able to rock climb. I live a pretty good quality of life. Yes, there's ups and downs, but I have not been perfect for five years. Mm -hmm. I have not. So if I can be where I'm at, not being perfect Mm -hmm. for five years, so, you know, have that understanding, put that into perspective for yourself that if you fall off, you know, you can get back on it. It's what you do most of the time. Yes. Remember that. It's what you do most of the time. And yes, there are perfectionistic people that view it as like, you can never mm-hmm. have inflammatory. I wanted to bring that up yeah. next you too. Can, yeah. You can never eat this. You can never do that. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yes, maybe those people are, you know, living without any symptoms. But I know those people that do do that are highly critical of themselves. Mm -hmm. They are, you know, trapped in a little- You're literally in a constant mindset of diet, like true diet culture. Yeah, yeah. And and while it's not necessarily like to lose weight, it's it's a, I can have this, I can't have this in a very strict way. And it's like, like Erica said, constantly doing all of these things, everything is centered around food and that's just not a healthy way to be. And while yes, you absolutely can like, quote unquote, go into remission or completely heal heal your body. It's like, if you do have like what we're talking about is by not having any sort of inflammatory food whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's a, a very boring way of eating, B a very strict way of eating that can take a toll on your mental health Yeah, and C, well, I shouldn't say it's a boring way of eating. Cause you can always make things, um, you know, more flavorful and like more exciting. So that's not, mm-hmm. that's not fair, but I'm saying it's very like, maybe not boring, like repetitive. Cause you're eating yeah. a lot of the same yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just like your quality of life because of those things, it's just so restrictive. And to me, Um, and Erica, you and I have talked about this before is like, yes, you can quote unquote heal your body completely by not ever eating those foods. But if you do eat those foods once in a while and you do experience symptoms, are you really fully healed is my question. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but like, girl, this is actually a really good conversation because I have been contemplating that over the last couple of years. The people that I have seen that have 100% completely healed themselves live a very live on very minimal foods forever. Like they don't ever do what Rachel and I are talking about, like have a drink with a friend, like have some a cookie or whatever, you mm-hmm. know. And it's like you know, here's the thing. I feel like and I've said this over and over, an autoimmune condition is freaking complicated it's Mm -hmm. not just the diet piece so i don't understand how someone could completely heal themselves when they have negative thinking self-doubt limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. all these kind of you know trauma you know childhood stuff i mean there's a million things that make up a so many you know what i mean it's not just your gut and yes i believe that you know gut health is obviously essential Mm -hmm. but it's like there's the human body and the human mind is very complicated. And those two things have to align together for you to completely heal. So unless you've done some real deep work on yourself, I don't understand how someone could just simply live on bare minimum foods and just do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know for myself. And also be happy, which is the thing is, uh, first of all, disclaimer, like obviously you guys know this, but our podcast is all about our journey, our opinion, our outlook. Like we are not slamming anyone. And if it works for someone, if they're truly happy, that's amazing. But I just think that the majority of people that are eating in that way, I've talked to clients that have done that. You've done that. Like it's miserable. Yeah, it is. And like we said, we're not, we're sharing our experience so you can apply whatever it is you want to take from this mm-hmm. conversation to your own life. We're not say, sitting here saying like, don't do a raw vegan diet, don't do any of these things because we know that, you know, some of these things can be healthy, but we're just like, we always shift everything back to the mindset, you know, mm-hmm. and like what you want out of your life may be very different from someone else. So if someone else is like, I'm cool with just eating raw stuff and like never eating fast food again and never doing anything and that makes them feel good and they're completely content with that like good on you you know but Mm -hmm. like for me and like where I'm at in my journey maybe that changes in a couple years maybe I'm like look back at myself now and be like god Erica like maybe you wouldn't feel so crappy if you did (laughs) I don't know but everything's right now in the in the current moment right like this is the only thing we could speak of of like Mm -hmm. what's happening right now how do we feel right now who knows that could possibly change. This is why it's called a journey. Like Mm -hmm. it's not like anyone has absolutely everything figured out. So I get really annoyed when I see people when they're like, I have absolutely everything figured out and you do it this way and you will be cured. I'm like, no, 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 there is no one size fits all whatsoever. 
I mean, even yeah. look at the little things of like are inflammatory to me that people swear by use like bananas, for instance, I can't yeah. have bananas. And they like a lot of these different types of diets swear by eating bananas, you know, as mm. a really good source of a lot of nutrients and like for gut healing. And I can't. So it's like little mm. things like that. You cannot take one person's truth or one book's truth or one podcast episode's truth or one, you know, research article truth. You have to like really look yeah. at, look at the research and look at how you're forming your lifestyle, like holistically, holistically meaning yeah. from every aspect. So I'm taking Dr. Joe Dispenza's course right now called The Formula, and he has done like research on thousands of people that have spontaneous remission, which we now know it's not spontaneous because when you have the brain heart coherence together, you can manifest the things that you want, whether it's health or money, whatever it is. But he studies a lot of people, even specifically people with rheumatoid arthritis, okay? Mm -hmm. A lot of this is emotions trapped in the body, living in the past, so the body is also living in the past. And these people he's, you know, he has the research to show that they've completely healed themselves from like diseases, autoimmune mm -hmm. diseases, crazy rare conditions. Okay. And I believe in that because I think when I started my journey, I was so, I was so like, um, certain that I was going to heal myself, that this is the reason why I think I've gotten this far mm -hmm. because I literally saw myself and we talked about this. I visualized myself and I was like, I'm going to heal myself. And so you have to have that part of this and you can't just do the diet part. So it's, I mean, we, I feel like we reiterate a lot of this stuff, but it's because like literally we can apply the same concept to like absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. So when you eat something and you fall off, have compassion for yourself, get, pull your bootstraps up, whatever you want to call it <laughs> and just do the next and do the next best thing you can do for yourself because that's all you can do. There's no part in ruminating on the past. That decision you made is now in the past. Now it's like, what do I need to do now in this current moment to make myself better? That's how mm -hmm. you have to treat this yep, thing. that's Don't it. Don't project yourself into the future. Don't be like, oh my God, I have to eat this way forever and da, da, da. No, mm -hmm. every day. It's just day by one day. day at a time. Mm -hmm. That's how you get here. That's how you get here. It's just Truly. one day at a time. One day at a time. One decision at a time. One meal at a time. Yep. Truly, that's exactly it. And um. That's something that I talked about on my Instagram stories yesterday too, is just not dwelling on it because it's so easy to be like, and another thing is it's easy for me to be like, oh my God, I don't feel good. Like I, you know, had this cheese, but also it was really hot yesterday. So the weather change can definitely affect me. Yeah. Also, um, I have had literally friends in and out of town for the past two and a half weeks. And so that's like, while it's good stress, it's like, well, I think it's good stress. It's also yeah. stress and yeah. like change in routine. And so there's definitely other factors. It's not like, oh, I ate the cheese. I suck. That That's exactly. the end. It's like, exactly. you can't just sit there and dwell on it. And because that will make you insane. I've done that before. And I oh, yeah. honestly am like, oh, yeah. just because I say don't do it doesn't mean that I'm not like kind of feeling that. But mm -hmm. um, it's a matter of like not allowing yourself to fully spiral because when you do allow yourself to fully spiral with that, you get emotional. And when you get emotional, you start doing that emotional eating thing and that's where it gets worse. And so instead you have compassion for yourself. Like I am sitting here like, okay, well, I, I did enjoy it and I made that choice and it's in my body now. What am I going to do? It's, it's there. Like that's in the past now. All I can focus mm -hmm. on is what I'm doing now, what I'm doing today, mm -hmm. what I'm doing yeah. in this moment. Yeah. And what I did yesterday after, you know, the day after eating that way. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's all you can, that's all you can do. 
is just have compassion for yourself. You, take it, it day by day. And you, and now you know, like I haven't had real dairy in a couple years. I had it and my body doesn't feel good. So now you can go forward with that. You know, that happens to me too. Like, like I said in the previous episode with like nuts, like sometimes I'm like, oh, I think I can have like a bite or two. No, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. So I'm just like, okay. So it's like, It's hard because the biggest balance that you have to find is becoming aware of the things that trigger you, right? Mm -hmm. You have to become aware, obviously, because you don't want to repeat it over and over. But then also, like, when do you reintroduce these things back into your diet? Like, if you want to reintroduce If you do. You know, Mm -hmm. if you do. You know what I mean? Like, for me, like I said, animal products, not going to reintroduce them. But, like, nuts Mm -hmm. and stuff, nuts and seeds, like – uh, I would like to have them again at some point. In my I would life. like a nut, please. Uh, uh, please, can I have one? Um, um, but I feel I'm, like people get a little glimpse into literally your entire trip here just oh, now I in know. that little two seconds. I know. You know, Sorry, this, is why, this is what, no, no, no. I'm glad we have this podcast because I feel like. It's really interesting, and this maybe could be another podcast episode, but I feel like from my Instagram account, you would think I'm kind of a serious person. Like you would think because I'm passionate. So my mm-hmm. passion can come off as serious. But if you know me in my real life, I'm extremely silly. Mm-hmm. I am like very humorous and like all these things. But sometimes I look at my Instagram account, I'm like, wow, like I probably look like a very serious person, but I'm like really not. So I'm glad with our podcast, like, people can really see our personalities. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you do a really good job. I'm not as comfortable for whatever reason. Like, I mean, I, I guess I'm comfortable because it's been years, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to like be silly on my Instagram videos by myself. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> um, I, I have no shame and I don't get embarrassed. That's how. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm not even embarrassed. It's just, I literally don't know how to talk to the camera and like be silly, like my personality. So yeah, that's why yeah. I'm glad we have our podcast because people could learn a little bit more about, you know, how we are together and like who we are like as individuals. But anyways, we digress. But yeah. Yeah, I hope, uh, you know, this sharing this information is useful to you that you're not alone. If you, you know, fall off your routines, you eat something that doesn't make you feel good. You can always start again the very next moment. You always have that Mm -hmm. opportunity. I want to say one more thing that I think might be helpful, a little snippet of information. Yeah. Um, Something that has helped me that I'm now realizing, like, you know, we we have these things that we do because we've been on this health journey for so long that it's just kind of second nature and we forget like, oh yeah, I do that. And that actually helps. So I'm thinking of something that I do like kind of subconsciously every single day or every time I'm out is like, you start to build kind of a list in your head of like, these are foods that I know inflame me. Like we were talking about identifying trigger foods and these are foods that may inflame me, but I could have a little bit and be okay. And so you constantly are kind of like guessing, checking in your mind. So for instance, when I go out to eat, it's like, okay, well, I know that like peanuts, for instance, I know that peanuts are super inflammatory and will like really mess me up. And so if I get like, let's say I'm at a Thai restaurant and I see pad Thai and I really want pad Thai, but it has peanuts on top. I'm like, Oh, peanuts. I like, look, I like hone in on that. I'm like, okay, can I do it without the peanuts? If they say no. Okay. What's my second best dish. Mm -hmm. The second best dish might have soy sauce in it. That does have a little bit of gluten in it. Okay. Can they make that with gluten-free soy sauce? If not, am I going to be okay? If I have a tiny bit of gluten in soy sauce, 
probably. So it's like a constant, like mm. guess and check in your mind of like, am I going to ah. be okay? But the dairy thing. So, uh, Erica, you asked me about this before we started recording. Like, why am I so I know, strict? I was like, glu- yeah, yeah. Let's go back to this. <laughs> yeah. So Erica was asking me, like, you seem like you're really strict about, um, gluten. Why aren't you as strict about dairy? The thing is I am very strict about both of them, but actually, if you look at it, it's quite the opposite because, if you look at it from a perspective of like soy sauce, for instance, once in a while, I will have something with soy sauce in it, knowing that there's a tiny bit of gluten in soy sauce. Mm. That is not the same as having like wheat noodles, for instance. Um, And then the dairy thing, I literally until the other day, don't do dairy whatsoever because I know there's like something about cow products. Actually, I realized this very early on something about cow products, like really, really messes me up. Um, but anyway, so you, you constantly have this like running list in your head of, okay, I know these foods are like super inflammatory to me. And I know that these foods might not be as inflammatory. So it's like a constant compromise of, okay, well, I know that this, like this dish at this restaurant, for instance, and I t- keep talking about restaurants because I've been doing a lot of that lately, which I don't usually do. So that's where I'm at in life. And that's what I want to talk about. Um, <laughs> anyway, so it's like constantly making this, okay, well, I don't want to do that to my body, but I really want something that's tasty and decadent. And like, I am willing to sacrifice a tiny bit. So I'm going to do it with this food instead. So, um, another example is like, uh, I don't know, like if you get like tater tots, for instance, cause you and I had tater tots in Portland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, if you get yeah, tater tots, yeah. for instance, I once in a while, like might do tater tots with like, I don't know, like a vegan sriracha mayo or something, but like the vegan mayo has a lot of shit in it. It's not good for you. Yeah. And so most Mm -hmm. of the time I'll probably do something like either eat them plain or just like with a little bit of ketchup, but then you look at the ketchup and that has a lot of times high fructose corn syrup. So it's like, which one actually ends up being better. And sometimes it's not worth it to go into this spiral of, should I do the sriracha mayo or should I do the ketchup? Like, Sometimes you just make a decision, you roll with it and you know that I'm doing the vegan mayo versus the regular. I know that's a better choice, you know? So I don't know, just like having this kind of running list in your head of, I know these foods are super inflammatory. I know these foods aren't quite as inflammatory or like I might be okay. Or I know these foods are actually anti-inflammatory for my body. So I'm going to make the bulk of my meal, for instance, like a salad with lots of leafy greens and kale and like a vegan dressing or maybe a vinaigrette is probably the best option. But then I am going to do the tater tots Mm -hmm. on the side because I know that those could inflame me, but I'm going to make the bulk of my meal, this like really like luscious anti-inflammatory meal. Yeah. I completely love that because I was just thinking about it. Like that's something obviously I do for myself. It's like you have this hierarchy of food Mm -hmm. in your head, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have this hierarchy of like, okay, at the very top is like for me dairy, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can't even – like I was telling Rachel that I don't even like to go to like the chain pizza places where they do the lineup of pizza because they're digging their hands in and out of the dairy and into the veggies and, you know, obviously my pizza has all the vegetables on it. And so like I notice even just if there's little sprinkles in there and whatnot, Mm -hmm. it can trigger – my body. Um, so it's like, you know, I have Darius at the top of the list, obviously animal products, which is not a problem for me because I don't eat them. But then it's like, then it goes nuts and seeds. And then it goes, um, 
Oh, what would be underneath that for me? Uh, maybe like super spicy stuff. Like a lot of super spicy stuff can trigger me. Like if I have Indian food sometimes, even though I love Oh, it. that's so But anyways, sad. I love Indian food. I so no, I can have Indian food. It's just like, it, it's not as high on my scale of like, if it, there's a lot of spicy, but I'm just saying like, sometimes I know, like, even if I have buffalo cauliflower wings, I, I don't necessarily think it's the fried part. I think it's the a lot of cayenne pepper because that actually that came out in my food sensitivity. So anyways, like, but it's not conscious. Like I know Mm -hmm. like, I'll go to a restaurant and I look You just at the menu. know at a certain point. Yeah. Like Rachel said, like when you go to a restaurant, you look at the menu and go like, I'm, I'm naturally gravitating to the things that are going to be the least, uh, impact like Mm -hmm. have the least impact on my on my symptoms right and then I kind of gauge it from there I'm like you know what like I'll have this even like with gluten we've talked about that like I can have gluten here and there and does nothing to me Mm -hmm. you know what I mean but if it had like egg or dairy in the buns I'm not gonna get the burger Mm -hmm. because it has those two things in it so like it's like you find your own thing but this is where it really comes down to listening to your body if you don't learn to do that, it's going to be really difficult for you to stay away from inflammatory foods Mm -hmm. that are inflammatory to your body. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, but I think that's a really good thing to do. Like maybe make a list for yourself. Like, yeah, you could literally write it down in your phone and just carry it with you for sure. I think that's actually a really good idea. So Erica and I both in our coaching programs um, have food logs that we provide with clients and kind of go over it with them. And um, I think that if you are a client or if you're thinking about being a client and like something down the line that you could do is like use that food log in order to then identify your trigger foods and then yeah, keep a list in your phone, know exactly what it is. And then you can add to it. You can take away from it. Like you can constantly be updating it. And it's just a really good reminder to yourself and um it's also important because when you write things down, your brain processes it differently. Yes. So you're going to retain yep. those things more, um, more, more better. <laughs> you're going to retain those things better if you're like seeing them written down. Well, guys, I mean, I hope this has been useful uh, for you guys. I know that every single person with an autoimmune disease that is trying to go down this health journey and improve their symptoms definitely has gone through the same thing and has the same thoughts and has the same fears and, you know, all the self-talk that goes around slipping up with your routines and your diet. But uh, yeah, hopefully our experience has been able to make you feel a little bit more comfortable knowing that other people are going through the same thing. Even Rachel and I, like we're health coaches. We help people. This is our mission in life. And we deeply (laughs) care about, you know, nutrition and uh, how that affects our symptoms. But at the end of the day, we're still human. And this is why we have this podcast because we want to share the truth behind it all. It's not so simple. Exactly. And please understand, it is not easy for me to come on and blast my like- I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I don't want to say failures, but you know what I mean? Like it's hard to blast that, right? Yeah. I talked about it on my story yesterday, but what I haven't talked about on there is the fact that today I actually woke up feeling guilty and like, here I am sharing it. And I hope that over anything, like you take that and you, I don't ever want anyone to like feel bad. I want you to be empowered to like yeah. recognize that within yourself and know that you can move on from there and you don't have to feel guilty. Like I'm working through it. You can work through it. It's not easy to share, but also 
talk to your friend, like talk to people about it. If you don't know anyone in the autoimmune community, Erica and I are happy to talk to you because we all need someone that truly, truly gets it. And it knows exactly what you're going through. So I know like, you know, Erica has a support group every month. I have a support group. Um, that is like a whole community. We each have our coaching programs. Like we connect other people, like our clients together and things like that. So I think that it's really important to like seek out that community. If you don't have that, because it's so different when you actually get to talk to people face to face that have Mm. that know exactly what you're going through. I am so grateful for everyone listening and for you guys allowing us the space to literally just share our journey and be vulnerable. And like, I literally, this is a whole other thing, but I got a tattoo, um, literally the day after Erica left and it's a triangle on my ring finger on my left ring finger. And to me, it was, um, signifying a few things, but really quickly, because this goes along with the vulnerability thing is that for a long time there, I wasn't being vulnerable. I wasn't being my authentic self to the fullest expression. Now, that being said, I've always like been the way I am, but yeah. I, for a long time, like I allowed other people to like dim my light and mm-hmm. I will never again do that. And that's why I'm here sharing my truth on here yeah. as hard as it is sometimes, because I don't, I want you to see that you can do the same. And so I got this tattoo on my left ring finger, A, to remind me to never um, allow anyone else to dim my light since I yeah. divorced. Mm-hmm. And um, each point on the triangle, is like mind, body, soul. And then the space on the inside is something that signifies to me this, the safe space that I hold for myself to be authentic yeah. and to be yeah. vulnerable. And I, I so thank you. And I so appreciate everyone listening to this and the people that reach out to us and every single one of you for like allowing us that space. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have that space if it wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. All so right. grateful. And then, of right. course, cue chills. All the chills. <laughs> yeah. She always got chills. Thank you so much for listening to our Autoimmune and You podcast. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share on social media. We really appreciate every bit of support. Sharing is caring. Every like, subscribe, and share that we get helps us get our message out to more people. No, 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 no. Wait. No, I don't even know what it was. Why did I say no? I don't know why I said that. I love it so much. You just interject the no's like, but you mean yes, I think. Mm -mm. That was crazy. Cool. (laughs) You want it? I'm starting to fade. (laughs) You want to end it?